I think that there's always a reframe. Anything that feels negative is, I almost dare to say the thing that feels negative or the thing that feels like the wound, like could be the most precious gem that you have in your story. Welcome to the Artist Becoming Podcast. Hey, Jess. Hey, Shelby, a five, six, seven, eight. Join us in weekly conversations with performing artists across stages, studios, rinks, fields, and screens. Every conversation, a chance to dive deep into the story of their becoming. All right, Shelby, let's get on into it. Welcome to another episode of Inside Out, Small Chats, Big Topics, where together we discuss some big topics that are circulating our industry, those ones that we just don't usually get to talk about. We're going to share some personal insights, stories, good giggles, nitty-gritty challenging sides of the industry that we just don't usually sit with. And if you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about, DM us your thoughts at artistbecoming on Instagram or send us an email at artistbecoming at gmail.com. Okay, friends. Hey, Jess. (laughs) So we've been so energized by the feedback, the responses that we've been getting around the conversational content that we have been putting out, all of which speaks towards what is inside the workshop. It has inspired us to actually start a little video mini series to open up, expound upon some of these very meaningful conversations, many of which are circulating broadly in our performing arts industry. And so today's going to kick that off. Yeah, we're just very, we're very inspired by it. And I think that the conversation that's been happening between you and me, Shelby, has been wanting to have these conversations openly for this community that's hungry for it. Um, But because we're designing something inside of our workshop that we hope will, will be the practices that can really create the change for each individual beyond the sort of glittering caption, which just becomes kind of, it's easy to, it's easy to say the words and it's another thing to take the, take the steps to like try and support and work through it. So that's what we're trying to create together for this community. Um, Needless to say, there's a lot to talk about. (laughs) And um, I think we were going to start this series talking about body image. It was unanimous like all of the topics that we put out there it was just we kind of giggled because they sort of seemed to get equal equal hunger for us to discuss so we just decided to kind of bop down the list and that was the kind of front runner um so I think that the first question and is just to ask you Shelby um what was your experience as a dancer kind of around body image your your self-image um and the pressure associated with that or the journey or empowerment within that. And, and now beyond the stage, where is your relationship with that? Um, I'm I'm really curious to hear, actually, I don't think we've, we haven't spent a whole lot of time in our friendship, really. Yeah. 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 We've, we've touched on it a a wee little bit. Um, A couple tears. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a, certainly a loaded question and it's one that, um, you know, I've entertained from all angles throughout my dance career as a student. Um, when people, as soon as people know you're a dancer, it's like, oh, okay. So like you're hungry, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm hungry for my art form. Like I'm hungry to realize my dreams. And it's obviously a super physical sport. 
And, um, you know, my father's a doctor. And so, so much of what, you know, the language that he raised me in, in respect to my body and taking care of it was as performing artists, our bodies are our tools. They are our finest machines and he's a car person. So he was like, I think I was like 10 and he said, you know, would you buy a really fancy car and then put like the cheapest gas in it? Like, what's your relationship with how you're fueling yourself? And I'll never, I was a kid, but I'll never forget it. And, um, I I put a lot of thought into the fact that you're asking so much of yourself as a, as a performer, as a, an artist athlete, you're asking so much of your body physically. And so I've always kind of been inclined to feeding and fueling my body in a way that felt empowering and respectful to the demands that I was, um, asking of it. Um, I've, my build is on like the more athletic leaner side. And so I know that there's, you know, body image is a very triggering conversation for a lot of people, a lot of women, a lot of girls these days with, um, comparisons and this kind of filtered perception of, of life, um, you know, as kind of ordained through social media. But I would say that it's, it's not a small conversation and it's never a short answer. Um, my big, my big kind of epiphany came when I re-entered the studio for the first time after having retired from my dance career. And rather than, um, it being a ballet studio, it was a yoga studio. And so if a mirror existed there at all, it was not to look at myself in a critical way. It was not to, to look at what was wrong with my body. It was more of to acknowledge my presence, right? Like the teacher would say, you know, acknowledge yourself for showing up for yourself. And it's, it's an honoring, it's a practice of honoring and looking into a mirror and seeing the reflection of so many ages, so many bodies, so many histories. And it's just not the perception or relationship that I ever had with a mirror throughout my dance career. And so it was a real switch, real switch for me, um, without even realizing that I had created that relationship with the mirror and my body image and the perception that I had of myself as a dancer, um, and kind of kind of reorienting that relationship as, um, as a student of the yoga. (laughs) What about, what about you? I mean, wow. I, I had very different personal experience. I, I mean, I think I'm, I'm thinking back to the last conversation we had and like comment I made in regards to how threatened by you, I would have been inside of a dance company. Mm -hmm. And it's because you, it was girls that had a natural ease in their body and you did have a more, I mean, your dad's advice is so moving. And I think that you, you integrated that and you were mindful of providing yourself with some, the pressure was always there, of course, for you as with any dancer that's inside of the studio, but you had this balanced, I think, approach. And, um, I, I was, what many people might not know or do know is that we were roommates. And I think that for me, I, I felt like being living with you was very healing for me in my relationship with my health and my body because of the way you naturally easily cared for yours, which was really a struggle for me. And I mean, I think it was the biggest struggle I had in my dance career was my relationship with my body image. And I, I was very, um, I spent a lot of time thinking about my body, 
a lot of meetings with the directors about my body mm-hmm. and it was a very complicated relationship for me. Um, oh, I like haven't thought about it in that way. I feel right now I feel really in my body in a way I've never felt in my life, I don't think. So putting myself back emotionally into this question, I didn't realize was going to actually make me feel okay. as vulnerable. Yeah. But I think that for Can me, I ask what you attribute that to your current embodiedness? Yeah, I I would, yeah, I would attribute it to really going through, going through the journey and the pain that I often did in order to come to the other side Mm. and the practices with yoga that really empowered me inside of my skin in a new way after my career Mm. and, um, and meditation enormously. But what I do want to speak to, because I think this is the part that is very resonant for a lot of people out there that are struggling with their body image was that, and it was something in that ballet body article that was circulating. Yes. The New York times one. Yeah. That, you know, the biggest struggle that I had on a physical level was I had less of the the ballet typical body, but I had really big boobs and it was I was always one of the smallest girls in the room on, on when they'd line us up for height for swans. It was like, okay, I just know to go to that other end. And Me I'm too. Like, you're by myself. But like, it was that. And then these boobs and like, oh, it was jealous. <laughs> which, jealous. Right. Which, you know, in any other environment, it would have been the body that, I mean, everybody's beautiful, but it would have been a conventionally very, yeah. very very sought after physique that I carried so much pain, like over this, over this section of my body, which is, you know, when you think about it from an energy point of view, like this is very, um, in ballet, even like, it's all about presentation. Then when you move into Broadway and you're singing, it's like, this is where you open from. And if you're constantly criticized here and you're you're, you're closing and always trying to make it smaller. Mm. You're just shutting off so much powerful energy of expression. And, you know, I played a lot of young roles. So there was a lot of taping down and, you know, there was just a lot of like a lot of trauma there. And, and then I think, so sometimes I'd have the meetings where I was overweight. Sometimes I'd go too far and have a meeting where I was underweight and, I think I just didn't have the, I, I, had I been meditating and doing yoga and supporting myself in a, a bit of a richer way, I think I could have found the comfort that I have in my body now and showed up with that in the studio. But I, I really experienced a lot of heartache over it. And I, I think it's something we really speak about in the workshop is turning your, test into your testimony or your, um, we're, we're keeping an eye on our timer, by the way, everybody, because we don't want to, we can literally talk for hours, but, um, I our think scars into our stories, our scars into our stories. And I, I think that there's always a reframe. Anything that feels negative is, I almost dare to say the thing that feels negative or the thing that feels like the wound, like could be the most precious gem that you have in your story. And for me now, with the connection I have with my body now, which I was moved to see Lauren Lovett sharing that convert. She's a similar, similar thing, the boob thing. And 
And for her, it could be, it could be different for everyone. If it is a, if there is a body issue, it could be a feet thing, whatever. Um, for me, the reframe now is like, I associate that, that curve in my body with like a really powerful feminine side that the more I embrace it, the more expressive and creative and the more I'm able to exude that energy in the room, in an audition or in a friendship, in a relation, it's, it's a part of my story. And I, yeah, I, I would love to, I would love for us to, with practices and conversations and with integrative work, find what those things are for all of us and then and then embrace those qualities and find the strength in them versus squashing because this energy in any part of your body in any part of your story is just like it's cutting you off from where it could be inviting you forward you know I don't know, a little bit woo-woo on that, but no, but it's, it, it's so true. And you think about, you know, we've created, we've created this workshop for performing artists and that is a very unique art form in that I read once that an author, um, once the, the book is published, it's no longer theirs. And similarly, like once the painting is done, it belongs now to the viewers to interpret it. Well, with performance art, it is extremely reciprocal. You are receiving energy from your audience. You are, it is live. It will never happen that way ever again. Nobody will ever get to see that, that performance with their own two eyes ever again in a real setting. So there's something that's very like finite and precious about the relationship of a performing artist with their audience. And it is very it's very selfless. It's all sharing. It's all giving. And because of that, a, that can be very draining from your end and B it can be very, um, it it is, it is all about that openness, you know, and practicing that openness and feeling confident with your strengths and feeling confident with your weaknesses. And so I think that that's kind of what we have, we've designed so many of these practices around that relationship of rewiring um, rewriting the, that story that you're telling yourself, because, um, we're so good at being compassionate to our friends. We're so good at being compassionate to our siblings or to the, to the stars that we, that we admire, love, uh, idolize, knowing full well that they're humans too, that they have flaws that they wake up every day and don't enjoy acknowledging. And so, you know, it's giving ourselves the, the same grace that we're so quick to give others. We have to practice so much harder to give that to ourselves. Yep. And it is like the word practice. It's like, and and moving practice away from positive thinking, which is different, you know? And I think that's what we're passionately creating is like, you practice rewriting, you practice embracing those stories and, and, and reframing them and feeling and and fueling yourself through intention. Yeah. Don't just put a, a, a positive filter you don't put a filter over it and and I, you know it's you wake up like this and you doggone practice it I'm getting that visual from center stage where she's like tapping the bar you know you know that scene where she's like here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let it live on the center stage <laughs> always bring it back bring it back yeah Oh my All God. right, y'all. Well, okay. we tried to keep it tight, but we're, we're going to cut ourselves off. There's more to come. 
There's a lot more to come. We can't wait to hear from you all. Love ya. Want to connect further with our community at Artists Becoming? Rate and review this podcast and subscribe to stay on top of our weekly guest artist conversations and our small chats, big topics. Check out www.artistbecoming.com to learn more about our monthly subscription membership filled with on-demand guided meditation and yummy yoga practices to support your unique journey as a performing artist. Follow along on Instagram at Artist Becoming for sneak peeks and inspiring content and DM us the dream artists, athletes, performers, psychologists that you'd love to hear from or topics you'd like for us to unpack. Sharing is caring, so fire up that group chat, share to your stories, comment, share, 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 and just stay connected with us. We are here for your becoming.